This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, it is very simple. Rocket, Rocket can. I'm going to be hanging out here with you all for the next four hours. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. And I got to say thank you. Happy Tuesday. I hope you had a good one. I'm going to have me a good time here for the next four hours. And I hope you can hang out, too. This is when I get started, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. It is a busy day. It has been a busy day. A few hours ago, we found out the updated college football playoff rankings. I'm going to share that with you momentarily. Bottom line is, well, I'll tell you in a minute. We'll talk about LeBron James and Tom Brady. Two legendary athletes, two of the best to ever have done it in their respective sports, and they are certainly feeling some pain right now. Who is feeling more of that pain? Jeff Saturday decided to backtrack and explain his his fumble. Yes, I will call it a fumble of the clock in his timeouts yesterday as we saw the Pittsburgh Steelers beat his Indianapolis Colts. Aaron Rodgers is proclaiming himself ready to go against the Chicago Bears. Aaron Donald goes down. Team USA actually won in the World Cup today. They beat Iran. Yes, Iran. And this is a a match that took place today that wasn't so much about the football. Unfortunately, there were many politics, international politics involved that got a, a stranglehold on the players on on both sides of the ball for both Iran and the United States of America. So I want to talk about the World Cup because it's been it's been a very interesting a week so far, and it's uh, going to continue to be that way on the way forward. Tiger Woods, this man said that he's had more surgeries. This guy needs a golf cart to get around. He reaffirmed and reiterated that we shouldn't expect to see a whole hell of a lot more of him. Because he only has but so many swings left in his body. I think Odell Beckham Jr. could rob a bank tomorrow and the Dallas Cowboys would still want him. And Carl Anthony Towns, yes, so the Minnesota Timberwolves went down with an injury last night. 
it appeared to be an Achilles injury. It's a calf injury. And now I'm expecting the Minnesota Timberwolves to go on a ridiculous streak. And then the conversations about whether or not they even need him to go on. It will be a lot of fun. And then also I told you about my my unfortunate plane event in Baltimore, Maryland yesterday. But what I plan on sharing with you tonight is more positive news as I was at the Kathleen, or excuse me, Kennedy Krieger Institute that just helps people and individuals with disabilities just make sure that they can get through in society. So we had a great time talking about inclusivity as it relates to sports and health. And I plan on sharing that conversation with you all later on in the show as well. If you want to give me a holler, it's simple. We have one phone number here. It actually works. It has many lines connected to it. So more than one person can call. The number is 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Dave Shepard, how are you this evening? I'm always good to be with you, JR. How you feeling, man? Congrats on the uh, wonderful interviews with Special Olympics and Media for the Movement, as always, man. Thank you, thank you. Always, always just, just trying to do my part, man. I don't need the holidays, so just... Just trying to do my part to make sure that people can go ahead and fit in. And speaking of fitting in, the latest college football rankings came out a few hours ago. And to the surprise of no one, or most people who sat around all weekend eating food and watching college football, like me, what took place tonight was probably not a surprise. Georgia, still number one in the college football rankings. Michigan, they're number two after knocking out and beating up the Ohio State University, TCU. They climb up to the third spot as a result. And USC, they finally crack in to the top four. USC is in the building after beating Notre Dame. And God bless USC. They'll have an opportunity to avenge their only loss this weekend as they take on Utah in the Pac-12 championship game. And so USC in, Ohio State out, Michigan moves up to two, TCU moves up to number three, and then LSU and Alabama are still on the outside looking in. I think we pretty much know that it stops there. The only other teams that have a real possibility of getting in are Ohio State. If one of these uh, these teams should falter, maybe if Michigan gets blown out by Purdue, I don't foresee that happening. And in Alabama, I mean, Nick Saban thinks it's a birthright of his to just walk into the college football playoff. But I digress. Let's talk about the team, first of all, that just got in. The team that just secured the fourth spot. Hopefully they maintain it as we move towards selection Sunday. And that's USC. I told you this is a now squad that is 11 and one Lincoln Riley is doing some major damage here in his first year after leaving Oklahoma, he's making $10 million. So I guess everybody at USC feels that he is getting, or they're getting their money's worth. And Caleb Williams is, is lighting it up. This man already has a Heisman celebration ready for when he scores touchdowns. And and why the hell not? And when you beat Notre Dame over the weekend, after Thanksgiving, and everybody watches you put the beat down on them, you got to feel good. But this is the reality. 
the only loss that USC has on its ledger to the Utes. Utah beat them. They should come back on a neutral site for the Pac-12 championship. And the way that USC lets everybody know that we should have been here and that one loss was a fluke is to beat them up. Avenge that loss. First year, $10 million college football coach Lincoln Riley. He let everybody know today, yeah, we're getting ready for Utah. You're damn right we are. It's just football, you know. It's just football. I mean, everybody sees that now, but I mean, reality is that all the games have had this much at stake on them because if you don't, you don't win those, then you're not even playing in this one. You know, you're you're at home and you know getting ready to go out recruit, and players aren't practicing like 99% of the other teams out there. So it's a, it's a privilege to be to be able to practice right now to have a game this week, and um, we've we've progressed as a team. I think we'll continue to do it, but I mean, for us, it's just it's playing ball. Um, it's, it's what this team enjoys to do, and we've gotten better. We need, to get, we need to take those steps again this week and keep the same approach that we've had. Here we go again. Every game is the same game. All of the games have the same importance. He can, he can say that publicly. That's not what he's telling his, his students. That's, that's not what he's telling the athletes who are going to go out there and play. The student athletes don't even believe that. They lost by one point to Utah back in October. They're trying to go out there and kick their ass. Yeah, sure, you don't want to give them bulletin board material, but what Lincoln Riley is sharing with everybody publicly isn't what he's sharing with everybody privately. You can bet your ass on that. And I know at the same time, he probably has a very nice bonus staring him in the face. If he can win a Pac-12 championship, make the college football playoff, and then ultimately win it all. We'll see if USC goes that far. But the team that fell out as a result, with USC moving up into the top four, the Ohio State University, they fall out. They fall in number five. I watched this game over the weekend, and I just said, oh, this is... This is a cool game. Oh, it's a close game. And then Michigan put the screws on them. And it was a a beatdown. 45 to 23. Ohio State ran out of gas. They ran out of gas. They ran out of electricity. Uh, They ran out of propane. The barbecue ended early. They ran out of food on Thanksgiving. It was just a bad situation and scenario for Ohio State. Now, numero cinco. It's bad. And so, if you run out of food on Thanksgiving, nobody's coming back to your house. If you run out of gas in your car, people are just going to look at you as an idiot. They're never getting in the car with you again. And so, Ryan Day, losing to Michigan again. Last year, this year. That's what Ryan Day had to say about what went wrong with that offense. On offense, you know, I, I, we, we had too many penalties and it got us off uh, off schedule and we just didn't do a good job converting on third down. And you, know, you combine all these things to get together, that's, and then it gets out of the hand at the end because, you know, we're probably throwing the ball too much. Oh, that stinks. Ryan Day sounds like he needs, he needs a hug. And I've been to Ohio State. Oh, man, beautiful campus. Beautiful facility. Beautiful stadium. 
some of the well, not some of their facilities. Some of them are better than NFL facilities, and I am not lying. They showed me where they cross out all of the M's on campus. It's a, it's a big deal. I feel like I got love for Ohio State. They showed me love. I showed them love back. But they stunk over the weekend. Sorry. It's Michigan now. And it looks like they're going right back into the college football playoff. There will be no issues taking care of Purdue. I can't imagine it going down that way. And so Jim Harbaugh, just a couple of seasons ago, this man was on the hot seat. Jim Harbaugh was the chosen son who came back and he was going to end up like Frost with Nebraska. They were going to give him the boot. They lowered his salary. But there's been a bounce back. They love him now. And he loves his team, especially when you beat Ohio State two times. So proud of him. Uh, Could be more proud. Just... uh... You know, came, I knew the team was uh, was focused and determined as they have been uh, all season. And this is the a locker room of heroes. You know, we talked about it last night. I mean, we'll, we'll need one or two heroes. We need uh, we need a whole team of them. It was a great team win. No, oh, a great team win. That was so nice. Hey, Shep, is it me or is his brother John more likable than Jim? You know, you know what's funny? Jim is so unapologetically himself. I think he's more respected. I think his brother is easier to get along with. So you're saying his brother John is a phony? Ah, well, I, I think he plays public relations better. Um, but, but you talk, you know, Jr. one of the things, yes. I, I'm sorry, I, I was totally off topic, but I'm going to say it anyway. One of the things I'm thinking you do for your top six, greatest sports families. Oh. They got the Manning's, the Harbaugh's, the, yeah. the, the Harbaugh's, the I'm not giving away the whole list now. The Williams, <laughs> right. right? The Griffiths, the Bonds. Well, no, you wouldn't have your Bonds uh, in your top. Nah, because one Bonds, yeah, the, yeah. The, the son is a jerk. Right, right, right. He's a cheating ass jerk. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you might have the James on it in a year or two. What? What? Three of them on one maybe, team? Maybe Bryce and, and Bronny. Sure. Yeah. We'll talk about that guy next hour. That's good. Like, he's, he's not too happy the, these days. My understanding. I'd be, he's a billionaire. I'd be okay. I'd be okay. He just about 40 games away from Kareem. I'd be okay. But you're right. For basketball, he ain't happy. Signing them checks that are cashing from everywhere but basketball. Speaking of other people who aren't happy, yeah, Jim Harbaugh, he's happy. What about Brian Kelly? LSU. Remember they opened up the season with that loss against Florida State? Seminoles, people were clowning Brian Kelly. Comes down from Notre Dame and basically, I want to say, escapes, runs away from his squad, goes down to the Big Easy. All of a sudden, he has a a southern Louisiana accent. Sounds like he's been living in Cajun country for a long time. He's embarrassed. And in LSU, they they go on a run. They lose to Tennessee. Well, they lost to Tennessee. And then they just lost to Texas A&M. And so any thoughts or ideas of LSU? Getting into the college football playoff looks slim to none right now unless they absolutely abuse the Georgia Bulldogs. I find that to be unlikely. And so when you lose to Texas A&M, 
shocking fashion, 38 to 23. Brian Kelly probably isn't as embarrassed as he was at the beginning of the season. But he has to feel like hot crap right now. He said he's disappointed after that, Al. Obviously um, disappointed. Um, you know, our, our, our players, um, you, know, you know, understand that, you know, each and every week in this league, um, you're going to be challenged. And we were challenged by, a, you know, a team that played in Texas A&M very well today. Uh, their players made plays. Um, we didn't make uh, some of the plays that we have normally made. Um, and, and, and we just weren't our best today. Oh, so sad. I'm torn. I really am. I mean, uh, sounds crazy. Yeah, I, I live in Georgia. I love the Bulldogs. But I get so much love from so many universities and so many faculties and staff. Like, I, I love Notre Dame. They were absolutely amazing to me last year. I was able to broadcast from their, their, their radio station on campus. It was amazing. Beautiful facility. I walked in. They had my face on the screen. I'm like, this is great. I love Notre Dame. I also love LSU. Many a connections to Baton Rouge. But I'm glad this guy's feeling it right now, especially the way he left those students high and dry up at Notre Dame. And so I will always root for LSU. But I ain't rooting for this guy. If he has success, whatever, I I just wish nothing but the best for everybody down in Baton Rouge. And this last guy here, this last team, I guess you could say. I don't know if I'm rooting for them because, well, matter of fact, I do. I'm not. And I won't. They're the big bad guys of just college football. And it's nice to know that other people are getting a damn chance for now. Of course, I'm talking about Alabama. Two losses this season, barely losses to LSU in in Tennessee. That was LSU's big one. Alabama has two losses, and they are still looking to get into the college football playoff. It's going to be tough going here. They think that because they beat Auburn in the Iron Bowl, 49-27, that I guess they should be in or that some other teams will falter. It's, it's unlikely, and I'm happy. The only outside looking in. Let's get some new blood in. Get some new teams. Come on, TCU. Does anybody think they have a chance of winning? Probably not. But it's nice to see some other squads in there for once, damn it. So Alabama's on the outside looking in. But after that Iron Bowl victory, of course, Nick Nick Saban, he stood on the sidelines. He was with CBS Sports. And this is what he had to say about getting into the college football playoff. All right, if the dominoes continue to fall on your way, do you think Alabama deserves to be in the college football playoffs? Uh, You know, that's not for me to say. I love our team. I wish we had the opportunity, but, you know, hopefully we'll get one. We'll see. The answer is no. But he can't say that. (laughs) It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Georgia number one, Michigan number two, TCU at number three, USC moves up to number four, and the Ohio State University, they're number five, along with Alabama at number six, on the outside looking in. 
I think the only team that has a legitimate chance of hopping back into this Final Four would probably be Ohio State. Let's see what they can do. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. The phone lines are open 855 212 cbs That's 855 212 cbs What do you think about the college football playoff? We're moving into championship Saturday, and then we'll move into the selections on Sunday, and then we'll move into the playoff, and then we'll move into New Year's, and then we'll crown a national champion. I don't think it's going to be Alabama. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to talk about all of this and more on the other side. We're just getting started. Don't move. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. to hear from you call him now at 855-212-4CBS that's 855-212-4227 it's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio college football playoff rankings we know the top four let's see if it maintains and lasts that way through the weekend Georgia Michigan TCU and then USC Ohio State is on the outside looking in after losing, after getting smacked around by Michigan. And we just heard from uh, the coaches from, from many of these, these schools. And in a few seconds, I want you to hear from a head coach in the NFL who might be better served by going back to college. His name is Jeff Saturday. We'll, we'll talk about Jeff Saturday in a minute. Uh, last night he sang one tune, and then today he sung another one. We'll talk about that momentarily. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Myrtle Beach. Let's talk to John. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, John? How we doing, my friend? We are doing absolutely. I got a couple subjects with you. Oh, my God. You Well, well, slow slow down, John. It's all good, bro. No stress. Oh, you asked me how I'm doing. I'm trying to answer you, and you hit me with, like, a jackhammer here. Sounds excited to be on the air. Yeah, oh, I know, I know, I know that you only have limited time, so I just want to make. Oh, well, no, I have limited time, but I don't want to be treated like I'm just, you know, somebody that you pay five dollars to see and then walk out after it's done. Let's have a conversation, John. How are Come you? Or right, I'm great, Jr. Thank okay. you very much. I am good as well. Thank you. Here's my first subject: your Special okay. Olympics. I really appreciate what you do for that. I put it on an event. Uh, the other day, down here in Myrtle Beach, there was, I don't know, about, it was 10 different teams of Special Olympics that come up from all of South Carolina Beautiful. at the Sheraton Hotel down here. And it was probably one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. I've managed restaurants for 30 years of my life. And to see, I've never seen an event like this that I, that I helped put together. And it was just amazing. I mean, and, and quite frankly, yeah, those kids, um, when they came in, they were they're elated. I mean, they're the nicest people you're ever going to meet in your life. Right. I mean, because they're mean, people. Really, they're people. Yeah, they're people. So absolutely, yes. 
they're awesome people. I mean, probably better than most of us, if you want the truth, because you think I just jumped on you. But, I mean, it's just something like they would walk in, it was a smile, they were appreciative, and they loved it. And I appreciate your work in that in that venue. I'm just, I'm doing what I think most people should do, and I commend you, John, for doing the same, man. What else you got going on? Anywho, you want I mean, you want to talk about the top four? I mean, I'm, I bleed blue. I'm from Michigan. I'm down here in Myrtle Beach, you know, doing what I do, but I bleed blue. So to see what Jim Harbaugh, you know, you talked about, and he was supposed to come to Michigan, and you're right, you know, be the Herald Prince, and he's going to get all this, you know, recruiting because he used to be the quarterback and all those things. I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're dating back to, you know, Bo Schembacher, Carr. I mean, I've been watching the Blues since I was seven years old. So to see him come back, I thought, man, here we go. This is what it's going to be, right? And he went through some herald times, obviously, in, in the sense of when he was a quarterback. But then he went through some very bad times coming out of an NFL court. Uh, you, uh, well, well, we, well, you, you, well, now you, I'm glad you said I have limited time because I do. Here's a question. Did you want him to get the boot? Were you one of the people who said it was time for him to Absolutely go? Absolutely not. Absolutely okay. not, because I knew eventually he was going to pull it together. Okay. I knew he was going to pull it together, because look what he's done. I mean, the guy, he took us from what? I mean, we were in the in the wraps of nothing. and I mean, after Lloyd Carr and all this stuff. And all of a sudden, now we're at number two. Okay? And his, we haven't won the national championships since 1997. Well, that was my next question as I move on to the next caller. National championship this year? Yes. You know, oh, okay. I got to be honest with you. That game on uh, Saturday with Ohio State in the, in, the, in the first half, it scared the heck out of me yeah. because they went away from the game plan. They weren't running. I mean, they were trying to run it up in the middle, and they couldn't do it because Ohio State's defense was tough. So it, what happened was, in my beliefs, is they went into halftime, and he made adjustments. And all of a sudden – I mean, Ohio State was – they were flawless in the first half in the sense of their passing game, all those – their defense, it was fantastic. He comes out, changes defense, changes offense, gets back final, to the game plan. Yes, final score, 45-23. to 23. It, was a, it was a tale of two halves, as I described uh, earlier on. So, hey, I'll put it to you this way, John. Hit me up in a few weeks and let's talk about it some more, okay? Who do you think is going to win? The national championship. I'm going with the Bulldogs, man, but hit me up in a few weeks. Okay, how many years in a row do you think that Oh, hey, happen? John. Hey, 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 John. <laughs> I mean, come I, on. It's gonna, it's I, gonna, I gave you time, bro. I gave you a lot. I know exactly <laughs> how many minutes and seconds you've been here. Four minutes and 41 seconds. I got to get to another caller now, okay? I listen to you every night. <laughs> Thanks. Just sitting up. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, John. You got Shout-outs to John. And thank you, John. Shout-outs to you for everything amazing that you're doing for Special Olympics. Hopefully you inspire some other individuals to go out and be absolutely amazing in the world. Thank you so much. Jacob is calling from Alabama. I have a feeling I know where this is going. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, Jacob. Hey, what's up, man? Um, just started listening to your show a few nights ago. Actually, I just moved back to Bama from uh, Colorado where it was – yeah, out in Denver, I was listening to like local uh, Denver sports, which is another whole 
Well, well, watch uh, your mouth. Trail. I got, I got friends. I got friends in Denver, and I also broadcast <laughs> out there. What's I'm, up? I'm, I'm quite certain. If you ask them, they would say it was unmitigated disaster. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa, whoa. I didn't go. Go ahead. Keep going. Though. <laughs> Anyways, um, you know, you seem like a pretty reasonable guy, pretty uh, sensible guy as well. And I'm not trying to be a homer here. I just mean, um, if we're gonna say it's the best four teams, right? And everyone can say. Uh, what what are the best four teams? I don't think that Alabama is playing up to the caliber they certainly have in the past 10 years, um, 15 years, however long you want to go back. But and, and it seems as though Nick Saban is slipping up a little bit with the, the game management at the end of uh, uh, LSU and Tennessee, just trusting Bill sure. O'Brien to make some silly play calls in my in my estimation. But um, you lose you lose two games even still, and you're not blown out in any of them. You lose one by one and one by three on the road, tough environments. Um, if you win your conference in the Big 12, I understand that TCU belongs because Uh-oh. you can't. I knew this was coming. That. I knew it was going to be TCU. Go ahead, Jake. No, 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 it's fine. If you win your conference, that's fine. But if they slip up, how are we? I mean, come on. First of all, right now, even if they won their conference and Alabama were to match up with TCU or USC, I'll give you Michigan and Ohio uh, and Iowa. I, I would say, but Michigan not Alabama, and, uh, Georgia, Michigan and Georgia would be favored. But on a neutral but site right now, even as Alabama Pac-12 would be championships. Yes, so I have you, a you, – you're saying a lot. You asked a question early on, and I had an answer, and I just I just continued to listen to you. So I, I have a response. You ready for it? Go for it. You are correct, and I agree with you. But th- you know this as well as I do. The college football playoff is not just it's, – it's, it's not fair. It's not accurate. It's, there's a lot that goes into it. We can look at the – I don't mind them not being in it. I, what right. I mind is the people like saying outright, like, how dare you even suggest? I'm like, first of all, I follow these books, man. I lived in Denver where you can gamble on these little sports books, right? If I know for a fact, and you do too, that if you were to match up Alabama right now against TCU, oh, yeah. what, well, do you think, what do you think the line would be? Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> well, I'm saying I agree with you there, Jacob, but that's, that's not the reality of, of where it is. When right. we advance so, towards an expanded college football playoff in a few seasons – we can have. We won't even necessarily have to have that conversation because we're going to run into to scenarios where a TCU will get smacked up by an Alabama, and well, so they're also going to get smacked up this year if it plays out. You know what's going to happen in the I, first round against I, Georgia. Well, Come on. well, we can we can we can think about this as as Cincinnati again, and right. so but, but we know this already. And, and you know the, what we you know what we heard last year? I heard why? people uh, Travis Kelsey even he went to Cincinnati. He came out on Twitter and was like, "I wasn't impressed." I'm like, Alabama ran the ball for 320 yards. They literally didn't have to do anything but run the ball. And you're like, "I wasn't impressed." Right. <laughs> what, well, what anytime, do you want, man? Any it, it, the, the, it's not necessarily uh it's not predicated on numbers. It's a bunch of people who sit in a room and they look at wins and losses and they 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 figure it out. But I'll tell you this much, I think it's better than that stupid computer BCS that they had years ago. So give it a few sure. years and, and we'll be back to, I guess, normal. I, I can't wait till they expand the playoffs because I really – I don't care. Just uh, figure out putting games on and let's keep it moving. Thank you, Jake. All right, man. Appreciate it. No doubt about it. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, we know this. If Alabama played TCU, they, they probably smack them. But when you have high expectations and you have some losses, man, that – that goes against you. That's just the name of the game. Everybody knows how it goes. You suffer some of these L's. You're going to feel it on the back end. It's the JR Sport Re Show on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. And you know, we mentioned the Harbaugh's, Jim and John. 
Is one likable? Is is one is one just I can't say that word on the radio? Is, is he a pain in the ass? We'll talk about both of them, and then we'll hear from Jeff Saturday, and I'll continue to take your calls. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Speaking about you personally, I think you're terrific. I really do. I'm a devotee of sports radio, 70 years old, all over the country. I've listened to a lot of them, and you're right up there. You really do a great job. I appreciate you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Someone who isn't doing a great job, he just got a job. You could say he's not qualified for his job. You could say he got this job because he's friends with the owner. He might actually work out with this job in the long run, or he might crash and burn, or he might be a babysitter. We don't know because this is an experiment. This is the type of thing that you would do in your backyard when you were five years old. This is the type of thing that you might do in your parents' refrigerator when they weren't looking. This is what you might have done in college, attempt to cook. What the Indianapolis Colts are doing right now is an experiment. And the man leading that charge, not knowing what he is doing because he has no experience, is Jeff Saturday. And we all got to start somewhere, right? There's that one point in time that we all don't have any experience. You got to start somewhere. Damn it, I didn't go to school for sports radio broadcasting. I sure as hell didn't. I'm a guy from YouTube. I have production experience. I I know about the Internet. I, I studied communication. I know how to do that. So I guess I do have experience. One day they put me on the radio and boom, I've been here for, I don't know, four years now. What do you want from me? Jeff Saturday, he was a football player. They just threw him out there from television as a as a coach, and here he is. Can he lead a team? Can he lead them to victory? Can he manage a locker room? Can he manage a staff? Can he manage a clock? Well, sometimes experience uh, is a great teacher. I think most of us who are old enough know this experience is a great teacher. Sometimes you got to get kicked to get back up. Sometimes you got to go through the tough times to feel the good ones. Experience is a hell of a teacher. And so I don't know how long Jeff Saturday is going to be here with the Indianapolis Colts, but he is he's learning some things right now. We talked about this last night. I was live on the radio when the Steelers beat the Colts 24 to 17. And it was an ugly game outside of the third quarter when the Colts actually put some points up. But when the Colts were at the end of the game and had an opportunity to maybe drive the ball down the field, it was about two minutes left in the game. The Indianapolis Colts had all three of their timeouts. And Jeff Saturday was was trying to sit on them. 
after converting on the fourth down, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan he had an old man, he, he got sacked. And then he scrambled. We know he ain't scrambling anywhere because he's old. And then on the third down, they tried to run again, but they didn't fail to get it. And then they used only one timeout in that process. Clock going down to absolutely nothing. And then Matt Ryan threw an incomplete pass to Paris Campbell, and it was, it was just bad. Jeff Saturday last night, he defended himself. He thought that, he's like, listen, we got enough time on the clock to go down the field and score. We were good. Listen to this. Yeah, I didn't feel like time was really of the essence at the moment. I thought we had a good play. Um, I thought we would get to yeah, and I felt like we would get to it. You know, we, um, you know, obviously we don't do great on the backside, so it, it, it's it's worse than it. You know, but I felt good about the call before. Felt like we had time. We would have timeouts afterwards. We were in striking distance. So yeah, I, I never felt like the pressure of needing the timeout. Thought, like I said, I thought the call was good, and the you know we had. Again, we were in that mode pretty much the whole second half, so it was pretty consistent with what we were doing. So again, it wasn't like a change for us. Um, we just didn't execute it. Hmm. If you went through Twitter last night, he got eviscerated. Art Stapleton says, good on the Colts for saving their timeouts for next week. Todd Furman says, Jeff Saturday taking a page out of Nathaniel Hackett's game management coaching manual. Nathaniel Hackett, obviously another head coach who's not going to be around long. At the end of the season, he will get the boot from the Denver Broncos. Speaking of the boot, the Denver Broncos, they were booted from uh, from primetime against the, the Chiefs. We don't have to, America doesn't have to sit through that crap. But anyway, Jeff Saturday, he changed his mind today. Last night, there was no issue. There was no problem with the clock. And I felt we had enough time. And I guess after reevaluating the situation, he's doing the same thing Nathaniel Hackett did earlier this year. He's saying, I screwed up. Obviously, there's always things everybody wants to do, plays they want back. I I wish I had that third down back, in all honesty. I wish I'd have used a timeout. Um, just looking at it on film, looked at it last night again, looked at it this morning again. And and uh from a time perspective, I felt I felt good, but the uh you could tell we were in disarray. I just didn't have a great feel. And um uh, you know, Parks made a great call. I still like the call right away. You know, I told him to have one ready. And as soon as he went down, he had the call in place. So his 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 was on. But then we had the formation of personnel. We had guys running across. And um, again, I just, you know, looking back, it's a learning experience. I didn't I didn't uh, you know, I didn't meet my expectations. Again, I hold the guys accountable. I'm accountable for that. Just wish I would have um that one's the one that, that's going to stick with me so use it as a learning experience hopefully get better at it but frustrated okay. with myself on that all right all right it's a learning experience yeah well yeah jim ursay is nothing but a, a old rich dude just shaking up pop rocks and soda right now that's it like this cult season is done. It's a wash. Everything is going to be an experiment. Everything is going to be what happens next. I feel bad for the Colts fans that they have to experience this crap. What is there to root for? Like you don't watch the game and go, oh, well, let's see how our, our quarterback develops. That, that's not happening. You don't look at the coach and say, oh, well, Let's see how the coach develops week after week. Nobody's watching football for that. 
Unfortunately, in the world of sports, if you're a head coach, you're just getting beat up for every decision. And Jeff Saturday, he's in a position now for the rest of the season, five games left, good for him, to just get beat up for every decision. Good on Jim Ursay. Just seeing how much of a beating Jeff Saturday could take. Good for him. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Brock is calling from California. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, buddy. Happy Tuesday. Uh, quick question. You know, what about the quarterback? They can call timeouts if they're unsure. Why can't he call a timeout instead of depending on Saturday who has no experience? You are absolutely correct. The only thing that I can think of, and I, I thought about that earlier today, I think I actually heard that somewhere else as well, is that Matt Ryan didn't want to be in a situation where he looked at, at Jeff Saturday and told him what the hell to do. I, I think that's the only thing. Well, I'm going to listen. Happy holidays. I've been listening to you for a couple of years, and I, I'm grateful and thankful for you, man. Have a great holiday. Oh, thank you, Brock. That's so nice. That's the nicest... People say the nicest things to me on the radio. When, I, when I'm not here on the radio, I get nothing. Thanks. How about that? I'm going to cry here on the radio. Don't cry. Hold on. Try not to cry. Wait a minute. Ezra from Atlanta already did that the last 24 hours. Who, who Ezra, did that? Ezra from Atlanta. He was, he was crying about his quarterback. That was from last night. Yes. Refresh, my, refresh my memory. The Steelers? Yeah, yeah. Kenny Pickett, oh, good yeah. call about the, that's my quarterback. He was getting emotional. Right, right, right. You had to remind me. Right. I talk to a lot of people, man. You do. You, but I did remember. I'm like, Ezra from Atlanta, what are we talking about? Okay, Ezra from Atlanta likes the Steelers. He loves Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett made him cry. He better be careful. Kenny Pickett might make him cry for other reasons uh, sooner than later. So just... Pump the brakes on Kenny Pickett. He's doing a great job right now not turning the ball over. He's doing a great job right now as a quarterback growing. But let's not put Kenny Pickett in the, you know, he's going to be our quarterback conversation. Let's just let's just see how he grows. I think that's what Mike Tomlin is, is looking for. Growth. Moving in a positive direction. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We will continue to move in a positive direction. But we're going to come back and talk about some individuals who are not. We're going to talk about some legends who are moving in the wrong direction. We're going to talk about Tom Brady and LeBron James. Who has it worse? Don't move. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.